Okay, five-minute podcast for Alma chapter 12. Before I get to this question, um, let me share just a, a quick experience. In my, in my Nestle days, I had an assignment to be involved in a, um, a restructuring of the organization, and it was under, under this, this kind of umbrella called Nestle Continuous Excellence. And they had, they had three C's that were kind of the, the linchpin of how this was going to work. These were, these were the, the <clears throat> desired outcomes. You want to talk about a vision statement? Right. So the three C's were um, to deliver a competitive advantage. That's C number one, competitive advantage. To delight the customer. So customer is C number two. And then the third one is excel in compliance. Compliance. Compliance, flight of the navigator. Now we had a we had um, the senior vice president of all of Nestle come and visit one of our facilities. Very very bright man, and he was talking to us about this idea of excelling in compliance. And compliance basically means these are the regulations, the safety, quality, performance regulations that every company is under, and be really good at doing it. And he asked the question, well, how how does one excel in keeping rules? For example, the law states that we have to bu- we have to wear a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. How do you excel in wearing seatbelts? See where you're going with this, right? Because <laughs> we we wear a seatbelt, but what does that mean to excel? Does that mean that I put it on really fast? Does that mean I'm I'm showing everybody how deliberate I am in putting it on? And he said, where we get to excelling in compliance is what motivates us to want to be compliant, right? If we're putting on our seatbelt just to check the box, that's not excelling. If I'm putting my seatbelt on because I know that it's going to keep me safe so that I can return home to my family, now you're excelling in compliance. Right. So the question that I have, I've taken two and a half minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are, why are commandments? Um, chapter 12 answers a question, but a lot of young people often will ask, why? Why do I need to keep commandments? Why do I need to follow prophets? Why? What is the answer to why? So if I were to use uh, so the analogy of, of being excelling at the why, excelling at the compliance with commandments, Alma following his structure, he starts off talking about Adam and Eve in the garden. The first time somebody broke compliance. Right, some first time somebody was not compliant right. in on the earth, but then he backtracks, and in chapter thirteen he starts talking about before this world, and he says that there were people before this world who excelled, on account, in, excelled in compliance. They were excelling in compliance, and therefore, when they came to this world, they had a calling and something to be done. Um, the why to commandments is. Um, Ultimately, if we want to get right down to it, in verse 24 of chapter 12, um, the why to commandments, the why to obedience to them, um, ultimately is to give us opportunities to repent and to practice being godlike. Can you imagine a world without rules? How godlike would we become without rules? Can you imagine a a football game without rules? Yeah, it wouldn't be fun to watch at all. It'd be ridiculous. (laughs) Um, ultimately, these these boundaries are set. You know, I, I I watch your kids play games and they invent new rules as they go. Yeah, they know from they learn from the best. They call they call out, okay, guys, new rule, <laughs> and everybody's like, okay, we're all gonna obey that rule now. Compliance. And, <laughs> <laughs> 
But but ultimately, commandments are boundaries, and when they th- those boundaries are there, not necessarily. I mean, I, I got to be careful. How I not say to this. limit. Not yeah. Not ne- not to limit us, and and not necessarily to uh, to keep us from doing things that we want to do. But ultimately, like we said in a previous podcast, we're going to step over those boundaries. So we're, here's we're gonna here's what here's what Alma does with that because I think I think yes, everything that you said there. Verse 32, that God gave them commandments. And he's talking about Adam and Eve. He gave them, Adam and Eve, commandments only after he explained why. After he made known unto them the plan of redemption. Right. It's a lot easier, I think, to be obedient to commandments when we know that the outcome, it's very restricting right now. Right. But the outcome is, you have all that my father has. Right. You get to be gods yourself. So the, it's interesting because 31 and 32, they kind of come in different directions and they talk about the same thing. He gives them commandments, right? Uh, which allows them to act because they are able now to recognize good from evil. Um, but after they give the commandments, they explain the law that actually gives them the power to act. So why commandments? That's the special question because once you figure out why commandments, you are now an agent that's what, that's what we talk about. You are free to choose. Expanding our vision to, to include an eternal perspective. It's, a, it's the spirit of discernment. Then the why becomes very clear when we look at it from an eternal perspective. If you wanted us to answer the why, you're wrong. Ha! <laughs>